Aloha and welcome to another episode of the Hawaii Vacation Connection. I am Bruce Fisher, also known as Aloha Bruce. Thanks for tuning in. Got a great podcast for you today. We're going to be talking about avoiding common mistakes when planning your Hawaii vacation as we get through the big show. Of course, this podcast is not hosted by a wannabe social media influencer or somebody that doesn't know anything about booking a Hawaii vacation. We're your hosts. We're the owners of Hawaii Aloha Travel. We're in Hawaii. We're Hawaii's experts. And you can catch us on the web at hawaii-aloha.com. Or you can just give us a call right now, 1-800-843-8771. Feel free to ask for me, Bruce. We'll be happy to help you get going on this Hawaii vacation. You know, there's a lot of choices out there. And you can really go blind looking at all of the choices that are out there and trying to figure out how to book this Hawaii vacation. We've been doing this for 22 years. We've been podcasting to going on to our 17th year. So we would really love to help you plan the vacation and earn your business. Well, there's a lot going on here in Hawaii, Nay. Uh, this weekend is sort of a long holiday weekend. We're having our first Juneteenth, and also it's Father's Day. So I want to, you know, it's probably belated by the time you're listening to this, but happy Father's Day to all the good daddies out there. And I want to commend you for now thinking about taking your family to Hawaii, having a great Hawaii vacation. And let's get into it because people make a lot of mistakes. Before I want to do that, I want to just mention a couple of news type uh, things. First of all, the rail is finally going to get going here in a couple of days, actually on the 30th of June, but it doesn't do, you know, if you've seen any news about the rail, this has been a project that's been going on, I don't know, forever, 10 or 15 years, probably longer and billions of dollars. Finally, they've opened this rail. They're calling it the Skyline. Now, I think it would be fun for for tourists to do it. I don't know what advantages there really are transportation-wise now for visitors. Um, It's really more for local transportation purposes, but as they open it up, it will be I think an added way for people who are um, vacationers to do it. Now, they named the thing Skyline, you know, because apparently, and I can't wait to get on it, I'm going to go on it as soon as I can, get get over there and and see what it looks like. But apparently the views from the rail on this uh, first leg, it's about a 10-mile stretch, uh, which is a long way here. When you know you think of ten miles, it's not a, you know it's they've they've got this thing starting in Eva, and where I mean you can't believe the traffic that comes from that area. So I think it's really going to help commuters, and I think now's the time. You know everybody has been bitching and moaning, but it's here. You know we can't go back now. We've spent all the money on it, and whether you were into rail or you were not into rail, it's 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 a moot point at this point. You know at this point because we it's here. And so now we got to make the best of it. So uh, keep your eye on it. It might be fun to just do, you know, uh, if, as an activity. But I really can't report yet because I haven't done it. So I will let you know. The other thing that, you know, so many times when people come to Hawaii, they want to move here. And there was an article in Yahoo Finance which talked about the cost of living here and how much you would need if you were going to kind of sort of move here. And basically... You need at least $100,000 a year for a single person 
according to this article anyway, to live comfortably in Hawaii. Now, people do it cheaper. You know, students, younger people can get can come here and do do jobs, you know, in the service industry. And, you know, like they can get together and get, you know, maybe three or four people in a, in a house or something and each put together six or $700 for rent. If you can do that in your own, but most people can't do that. You know, if you're talking about moving here and you're here on vacation, think about it very clearly before you do that. You know, I was out last night and I was talking to some folks who just moved here from, uh, I think they said they were from Seattle. I forget where they were from. And they were just so excited to be here, but they've only been here a few days and they just moved in. They're already saying, but it is so expensive, right? So be careful. I mean, so many people just come here. They go, I want to move here, you know? So if you're going to do that, think about that. I think it was $150,000 for a family of... Uh, two, uh, let's see, what did it say? Um, yeah, so seventy-eight dollars to $136,000 per, per, for a single person is what, what they're talking about. So that article kind of outlines just how expensive Hawaii is as compared to other places. All right, let's get into it because I know this is, these are some things that you, common mistakes that people are making when they come to Hawaii. So let's get into it a little bit. And these are some of the things you've heard about, but First of all, first thing I want to say is leave the mainland attitude on the mainland. Okay, one of the things that people naturally feel when they're on vacation is that they're entitled. You've spent a lot of money, you've done this, you know, you've you've planned it, you you know, it's a vacation of a lifetime, so you maybe come here with sort of an entitled attitude. It's not going to get you very far here. I would highly recommend that you leave that on the mainland. You know, um, you are entitled to a certain amount of stuff, you know, as, as a tourist, as, as somebody visiting our islands. But don't try not to have that entitled attitude as you interact with people here. It just it just it turns people off like you wouldn't believe. You know, this is just something that very, very common that people do, you know, and they'll start complaining or acting in ways that just are not comfortable for people here. So keep that in mind. I've done whole podcasts about this and etiquette and, you know, understanding the language and stuff like this. I think that's really important to do that. And if you're out here and you're lucky enough to be here, don't touch any of the wildlife. I think I must say this so many times, but it seems like it just doesn't get through. You want to stay at least 10 feet from a turtle and at least 50 feet away from a monk seal. And don't bring things back. You've heard that too. That's a lot of the do's and don'ts. Don't bring back, you know, rocks or coral or any sand. It's actually against the law. And even piling rocks, you know, sometimes you see people piling rocks. That's also considered kapu, kapu forbidden. So don't do that. Um, As you, you know, sort of explore the islands, there's a, a, a lot to do here, and I would say make sure that you take in some culture and some history. Um, on Oahu, of course, we've got uh, plenty of Bishop Museum, several museums on all the islands. There are great um, museums on Maui, you know, on Front Street in Lahaina. Make sure that you take some of this in. Um, just don't go to the beach. You just don't want to stay at the beach the whole time or stay at the hotel at the time. I think it's just... Uh, Something that people do because, you know, think of vacations. A lot of times people think of their vacations revolving around the resort. Don't, you know, don't make your vacation revolve around the resort. I, unless, you know, you're just, you're that, you're like so wealthy 
that, you know, it's just nothing to get me to just stay at a hotel all day long. I just don't recommend it. It's not what Hawaii is really all about. And sometimes I think people, and I'm going to talk a little bit about accommodations. I think sometimes people focus way too much on accommodations. Of course, the food, we've talked about it. Get out of your comfort zone for the food. If you've never had poke, or you've never had some of the Hawaiian typical fair then you need to do that there's farmer market farmers markets here there's lots of local restaurants we've talked about them here there's great food trucks as well that you could experience now on Kalakaua Avenue right on the uh, right on the gateway of Kalakaua there's a great food truck park there now with some awesome uh, vendors with local food so step away from your comfort zone on food and try stuff you know we talk about that a lot as well you know skin protection making sure that it's the proper skin protection i think we talked about that as well i don't know i'm starting to think of some of these things i wrote down and realizing that we talk about them a lot and of course malama hawaii respect the community and when visiting here Make sure if you're going to somebody's house that you take off your shoes. We always take off our shoes here. Uh, the other thing is driving around here. Don't, you know, you, don't drive really fast. I, it's so weird the way people drive around here. I mean, when I'm going up Kalani on the other way, I, I, I always get kind of uh, upset because people drive slower in the left lane than they do on the right lane. <laughs> I think on the mainland, everybody knows that you know the left lane is where you go a little bit faster but here i can't tell you it just seems like the opposite to me and remember that we don't in the highest speed limit on any of the highways here is about 65 miles an hour and that's out um going towards the north shore on h h2 otherwise it's 55 miles an hour so we don't, you know, you, you, people just don't drive fast here. Make sure, you know, you don't flip people off and start getting into road rage. You're going to get into a lot of trouble here. Um, things are just slower in general. I hear that a lot from uh, from visitors, you know, that it's almost like you can feel the slow pace, you know, just as you get off the plane. You know, there's just this Hawaiian time. And I think this happens in a lot of uh, touristy type destinations, you know, uh, island destinations where we just uh, we just take things a little bit sl- slower here, and make sure that you use you know your Google Maps properly. We've had two incidents just in the last few months where people drive right into the ocean using their GPS system. Now, isn't that crazy? I mean, how is that possible? But they you do it, so make sure that you. You have patience when you're driving and make sure you use these tools properly because otherwise it might take you a lot longer if you don't. Um, When it comes to uh, just planning your vacation, I think it's important um, to not focus so much on reviews because reviews are okay. I mean, I think take all these reviews into consideration, but... I wouldn't rely 100% on reviews. I mean, hotels especially, you know, they live and die by these reviews. And there are a lot of fake reviews. And there's a lot of, you know, if you look at reviews, it's either way positive or way negative. You know, getting an objective, you know, really good review is really what we do here because we know the hotels really well. Like, for instance, we just had, you know, somebody wanted to stay at the GW, the Grand Wailea, and I was telling them, don't do it. I was just there. 
you know, there's a lot of construction at the property. It's a very sp- expensive hotel. The main big pools aren't open. So learn about some of these things, you know, from people like us. You know, that's why I think it's really great to use a local company. Plus, you know, you're supporting small business. There's so many so many things that uh, are helpful about working with a local company and using local tours and all of that stuff, you know, make sure that you're not using the big bus tours, the big bus companies, if you can afford it, you know, obviously private tours and the smaller tours can cost a little bit more money, but it's well worth it. In fact, that's where you should be spending a lot of your money instead of on these hotels on things that you're going to be doing. But if you, you know, we talk uh, an awful lot here about planning, you know, I'm a big advocate for it. And if you've been listening for any length of time, or if you're a new listener, you're going to find out that this is not a destination anymore that you just come to, you know, there needs to be some serious planning. It's not only going to help you avoid a lot of problems, but it's also going to allow you to have more fun. Because it's so frustrating when you want to do something and you can't do it because you can't get a reservation or this, and then it just sets up this whole, you know, uh, cycle of negativity, you know? So please, if you take nothing else from this uh, podcast, please take this and know that we can help you with that because we're now on top of all the places that need reservations. We know how to do it and we know how to do proper planning, uh, especially if you're going to be island hopping and jumping around the islands. Um you know, uh, we, we did a show recently also um, about, you know, just looking at your documents. And like, let's say you have planned your trip and you have your documents. Make sure you understand all the cancellation policies. People are so surprised when they make a change or something. They don't realize that it's going to cost a cancellation penalty. Insurance is a good way to avoid some of the, the problems with the, with the itineraries or with the cancellation policies. But read the fine print. Read very closely your documents. And if you're working with us, we're going to send you some really detailed documents. It's going to have all the information in there that you need. It's going to have all your reservation numbers, your PNRs, n- telephone numbers, ways to get to to, you know, to uh, make sure that your reservations are confirmed. We are big on that. And the other thing that we provide is a 24-hour number that you can call no matter what, what time of night. So if something does happen, you know, you've got somebody to advocate for you because this becomes a huge problem. You know, and, and forget the guidebooks really um, for, you know, as far as packing goes and stuff out there. Um, I think, a lot of the guidebooks are good. There's a couple of really good guidebooks, but as far as, um, you know, taking them with you and keeping them in your luggage, like, you know, maybe a Maui Revealed book or one of these books that's sticking them in your luggage, it takes up a lot of space. So I would say use the apps. Um, there's a couple of really good apps out there for, for touring Hawaii. Uh, you know, Shaka is one, and there's the the, the Revealed series. Uh, some of those can be dangerous, so uh, it really is good for you to consult with somebody here in the islands. If you know somebody or, you know, you can really get into the research, uh, you know, that, that's going to be helpful. So be careful with that. Um, remember, pack light, 
please blacklight. You don't need a lot of stuff here. Uh, and all your electronics and stuff like that, it can get really costly. You know, if you're out on the road and you forgot your charger or something, it just, it just really, it can really cause a problem. I think finally, you know, think about your accommodations and your travel arrangements. Don't, you know, if you see the word budget, you know, or cheap or, you know, be careful. Don't be swayed by these these keywords and these buzzwords because trust me, if if it's a little more expensive, it's worth it. You know, the difference between spending, you know, maybe going to a two and a half to a three and a half star can be huge and that the price variable is not that difficult. So keep all of this in mind as you're doing it. Make sure that you check and recheck and double check and hopefully these are just some things to remember. I wanted to get that out there because planning is just over the top right now. We're just seeing such an influx of people wanting to get their vacations and these last minute vacations that I just have to kind of sometimes I'm, lately I just have to throw my hands up because there's just nothing available in a, in a decent price range. Hawaii is an expensive destination. All right. So hopefully this helps you out. Once again, happy Father's Day. Happy Juneteenth. And I want to thank you for tuning in. Don't forget to check out our pod, our, uh, our blog, hawaii-aloha.com slash blog. Also, uh, book our sister uh, company, Secret Hawaii Tours. And make sure that you get on the private tours that we offer on Oahu and Kauai. And don't forget our special deal for the Luana Waikiki. Only 150 bucks a night. It's a beautiful renovated studio with a partial ocean view. We give you a special deal as podcast listeners. And that includes your tax and no resort fee. There is a clean-out fee. It's 100 bucks for the clean-out fee. But you, you can't beat that deal that we have. So reach out to me for the Luana Waikiki if we have it available. This is our own. These are our own uh, condos that we own. So uh, you can get a great deal if that's what you need to do. All right. That's going to do it. That's going to wrap it up for my beautiful wife, Yaling. And all of us here at Hawaii Aloha Travel, I'll say aloha and mahalo. <laughs>